It's the fastest. And there's been a lot of, you know, study that doesn't show the same degradation in your lungs as it does when you're hitting the cancer sticks. And in fact, some results showed that maybe the lungs were stronger because when they coughed, they flexed. But again, for some people, quick needs to kind of, you know, over trump the little side effect, you know, to the throat because you're smoking it. <clears throat> so I say shout out to them and it's cheaper. That's the biggest price. You know, that's the biggest pushing point that people don't see. Flowers cheaper. So you don't have to, you know, rob a liquor store just to get your medicine. So anyway, Minnesota, that's progress. We'll talk about that. At 4.20 when I open a big fat bag of cannabis news, it is the top of the hour here again. Kind of talking to you with Wilson. Every Thursday I get right on in here and I tell you guys what the scoop is about legalizing cannabis here in North Dakota. And then, you know, wherever there's news, I'll tell you. And for somebody who brings you weekly curated cannabis positive news and not repeat myself is, uh, is pretty good. But uh, today, I'm not going to say is the biggest news day for cannabis. I just won't say that. But I will tell you this hour is brought to you by Black Cottage Alchemy. Black Cottage Alchemy has got this uh, natural organic hemp body butter that will blow your socks off. In fact, you'll want to put it on when you put your socks on. They'll blow your socks off, put the socks back on, and it'll take care of that. Uh, Anti-itch, rashes, acne. You know, all the stuff that doesn't really look great, this stuff will get rid of it for you. Uh, you can go to blackcottagealchemy.com or on Facebook, or you can go to Odds to Ends in West Fargo, 2111 Suite 8. I just pulled that out of my butthole. Tochi Products, they've also got it right across the street here in Historic Downtown Fargo. They also have the, coincidentally enough, the Indy for Freedom of Cannabis Act petition. And so when you're in there, sign that. Or if you're if you're trucking on down closer to Broadway, Orange Records is there to give you a chance to sign the Indy for Freedom of Cannabis Act. 21 plus, 12 plants to grow, six up, six down, I think is what the hip, and I just made it up, ain't nobody hip. But I mean, how do you know if, if six are mature and the other's the opposite? So figure like it's six up and six down. <laughs> but anyway, guys, kind of talking to you with Wilson. Every Thursday is brought to you by Black Cottage Alchemy. So we appreciate that. And uh, without further ado, I got to shout out the new Life Center helps people who are homeless and hurting go from merely surviving to truly thriving. Their aim is to help people in need discover value and find hope. The new Life Center has evolved into a multifaceted emergency and crisis service center. Learn more about NLC. Visit their website at www.fargonlc.org or give them a call at 701-235-4453. KRFF 90. 5.9 here in beautiful Fargo, taking the chance out of your Thursday to educate you on the benefits of cannabis and, you know, maybe something you're not used to. And so, and by that I mean music. We got new Modest Mouse. Oh, it's Memorial Day weekend. Um, and some of you teachers are done. My daughter's done for the year. Shout out to her. I'll be seeing her soon. So congratulations to teachers for getting through Kind of a wacky year. I would imagine the old teachers would say, oh, you know, I don't envy the new ones for ba 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 So anyway, I'm going to give my daughter, and if you know teachers, let's give them a hand.
Okay, so anyway, Leave a Light On. Brand new Modest Mouse. Now, the first song of the new album, I wasn't digging, but as you'll see, that's off the uh, Golden Casket. In fact, that's a brand new album where there's only two songs that's been uh, released from it so far. The first one was a little, I don't know, but uh, this one's more like Modest Mousey, kind of something you would want to hear like outdoors at, say, the place that rhymes with goose stem. I don't even know if we can... Never mind, scratch that. Anyway, kind of talking D with Wilson here at KRFF 95.9 LPF. And we talk about cannabis in a positive light. We talk about current legalization that might be happening. And uh, the only thing that's kind of getting down here, and then at 420, we'll open a bag of cannabis news. But I got some time, so we're going to talk about this. Um, and again, you'll want to go to Minnesota campaign for full legalization for like current up-to-date stuff. Um, but I mentioned Senator Paul Gazelka. He's got a uh, state farm in Baxter, Minnesota. And uh, they were talking about how we should protest him because he's the Senate Majority Leader. And in fact, he is the reason HF 600 is dead in the Senate. And it's crazy how a majority leader has that kind of power. But he does. So if if we could convince him to change his mind or to just to know that there's people flexing, you know, to put pressure on them, to press them. Here's the plan that uh, Minnesota Campaign for Full Legalization did, uh, and more specifically, Marcus Harkis. So shout out to him. But uh, so if you're in Minnesota, and I would imagine um, people just make the crowd. So I don't think you would have to be from Minnesota, to be honest. You know, this isn't one of those things. You know, they're going to see strength in numbers. And in fact, people will probably just take a picture and send it to Paul Gazelka because he's going to be, you know, hiding, you know, behind his spineless desk. You know, he's just going to be like a amoeba in the closet, afraid to uh, stand up for what he believes in, in the face of people standing up for what they believe in. And cannabis uh, prohibition is just, it's just not a good, it's not a good look. And I, it always blows my mind that people can think, that before doctors and before medicines and pharmacies, how did we stay alive? You know, people would argue like your faith, faith in the creator, or medicines that you used in their natural raw state. Then people seen that they could use very little of that and then add it with their own thing, create proprietary, you know, complete complete proprietary you know control over that and then then boom you're essentially getting a a cut up version of where it started so that's the thing i it's a medicine you know it applies to anything because it was naturally i believe what those people were using and those people they didn't write letters going hey people in the future you better make sure and uh, legal, you know, illegalize cannabis and, and demonize it because it's a horrible thing. We thought it would work good for medical applications and, you know, agricultural applications, but we were wrong. Our kids were jumping out of buildings and stuff. That You don't think they would send a note to the future them, you know, if that's the case? No, no. Most people will say they didn't even really know that cannabis had been illegalized until... Again, like an Iowan farmer walked outside and seen them harvesting up his hemp and then he got prosecuted because hemp now had become marijuana or cannabis. So anyway, kind of talking to you with Wilson. That's for free. I'm not even going to charge you for that. That's that's a Memorial Day weekend nugget for y'all. But anyway, what I'm trying to say, though, is is uh, Paul Gazelka, 
protest the prohibitionists. So June 11th, 2021, that's a Sunday, noon to 420, the people are going to get up and get around Gazelka State Farm business. And uh, the marijuana bill in the Senate is up in smoke. That's not going to happen, is a quote by Senator Gazelka. So there you have it. But I think it's time to uh, get some music going here. So this is New Emancipator. And then we got the Madison Man. I'll see you in a bit. Kind of talking to you with Wilson. 95.9. Okay, that was the Medicine Man featuring the Old Crow Medicine Show with Keb Mo, then Lemon Lime Bland, brand new Emancipator with Cloud Cord here on Radio Free Fargo 95.9. Can of Talk and D with Wilson every Thursday. Four o'clock I get in here, 420 I open a big fat bag of cannabis news and that's what's getting ready to happen right stinking now. The music's going to happen. Yo, it's Wilson from Canatalk ND. You know, the super awesome show you're getting ready to listen to. I think you should go and subscribe to the YouTube channel. I'll wait. Okay, enjoy the show. RadioFreeFargo.org. You can stream this wherever you're at. And uh, I encourage you to do that. And then donate, and then you just support, you know, independent radio. And uh, and you get shows like this where I talk about cannabis in a positive light. Um, nobody's really telling me what to do. However, the opinions of the radio station, you know, certainly ain't, you know, based on mine. Just saying that. But anyway, we're going to talk about cannabis locally. So I want to say uh, Indy for Freedom of Cannabis Act. It's the only thing happening in North Dakota. You can go to Orange Records. You can go to Tochi Products. Go to Indy Cannabis Caucus where you're at. They'll tell you where they're at. And you can get some signing done. Tochi Products, Orange Records here in town. And if you want to tote yourself a, uh, a petition, you should get one of them, too. Uh, again, 21 plus, six, 12 plants, licensed business. It's been uh, vetted by David Thompson, the lawyer, who's a good dude. Had him on here a couple times. So it's a sound measure. And uh, But again, that doesn't mean anything. It really doesn't. Because if the powers that want it to not happen are, are strong enough in your state, it isn't going to matter. They're going to, you know, go use evil for good. You know, they're going to figure out what they can do to dissect something that they normally wouldn't pay that much attention to. But they are in this case because they don't want it. They don't want to have to deal with it further. So if they can stop it, then it looks like they've been really, you know, really motivated to stop it in Nebraska, South Dakota, stuff like that. Actually, in every state this time around that uh, legalized cannabis, you know, had gotten through the ballot process. So anyway, Indy for Freedom of Cannabis Act, it's the only thing happening here in the state of North Dakota. Get out there, get involved, get a signature or be a signer. And I think it's like January of next year, they need like 30 some, you know, 30,000 signatures. So if you're sitting there going, boy, they probably don't need me. You know, that's just, a, I don't know, I feel like that's like a deceptive thing you've told yourself so you, you don't have to help. You know what I mean? But uh, anyway, North Dakota... If you care about if you care about medical cannabis, you would want this recreational cannabis to pass because again, all cannabis is medical, and so there's that. But anyway, marijuana moment. Kyle Yeager, uh, Minnesota governor, signs bill legalizing smokable medical cannabis. The governor of Minnesota on Tuesday signed a large-scale bill that includes provisions to expand the state's medical marijuana program, I meant cannabis, in part by allowing patients to access smokable cannabis products. Earlier this month, the Bicarmel Conference Committee approved the reform in addition to several other 
cannabis-related charges as part of a omnibus health bill. The full House and Senate then took it up past the last week. Ten Waltz has signed the measure. This comes after the House approved a bill to legalize cannabis for adult use following 12 committee assignments. The legislation stalled in the GOP-controlled Senate because of this guy, folks. Senator Majority Leader, Senator Paul Gazelka. He quoted, the cannabis bill, and I said cannabis, you know he didn't use the right word. The cannabis bill in the Senate is up in smoke. That's not going to happen. So basically he says, don't even worry about it. I'm going to put all my resources and forces to ensure that this doesn't get through the Senate. So that's what's going to happen. It literally got killed by one guy. Despite the, you know, the uh, population of Minnesota, the percentage is high for pro-cannabis. Again, we'll talk about it further down the road on this show at 420. Come in here, cannabis. Boom. So anyway, that's what we're doing. We're talking about cannabis in a positive light. Kind of talking to you with Wilson here on Care F 95.9. And I just wanted to insert as we talk about Minnesota governor signing the uh, legalized smokable medical cannabis that uh, we all need to bind together. Is that the word? And protest the prohibition of Senator Paul Gazelka. June 11th, 2021, noon to 4.20. It's actually a Gazelka State Farm business. Now, people don't think he'll be there, but people are going to call. You know what I mean? They're going to be like, Paul, there's a bunch of people around your uh, around your thing. And they need, uh, you know, moral support. So anywhere you're at, Iowa, North Dakota, you know, and you can get over to uh, Baxter, Minnesota, and press this guy just so he can see that the decisions he makes affect the people that are voting for him, you know? And so, boo on Paul Gazelga. You know, cannabis is not, shouldn't be a prohibition thing. So anyway, let me read a little more of this. And and it leads me, because like I said, it went through 12 committee assignments, and then it just, boop, stalled in the GOP-controlled Senate. So that's, that's not cool. I don't dig it. And so I just wanted to mention here, too, that uh, Louisiana Senate approved smokable cannabis as well. Uh, the move, which comes a week after an effort to more broadly legalize cannabis in the state, stalled in the House of Reps. It would mark a significant expansion to the current medical cannabis law if enacted. As it stands, patients are able to vaporize cannabis preparation via a meter dose inhaler, but they cannot access whole plant flour and smoking is not allowed. So the legislation cleared the Senate 26 to 11 after being approved by the House, it would have headed directly to Governor J.B.E., but the body quickly brought the measure back up and added technical amendments, meaning it must first go back to the other chamber for concurrence. And that's just crazy. The governor of Minnesota uh, signed a large-scale spending bill on Tuesday that similarly includes a provision. Uh, and Louisiana senators also took up a companion House bill on Wednesday to tax the medical cannabis flower. Meanwhile, a Senate committee approved a House bill to decrim possession small amounts. And we talk about that, the 14 grams and then just a $100 Fine. On Monday, the House passed a resolution requesting legislator conduct a formal study on the impacts of recreational cannabis prior to the start of the 2022 season. It was approved by a vote of 63-27, just like a bunch of political stalling. It's just words, you know, it's just stinking words. And that's just really what it's all about. I I mean, in Louisiana, that JBE, that guy knows how to stall. And speaking of stalling, because it sounds like stalling, the U.S. Border Patrol in Portal, 
Uh, the officers with U.S. Customs and Border Protection discovered over 3,765 pounds of cannabis when Border Patrol inspected a commercial vehicle that contained the shipment. Homeland Security investigators and in Burke County's Sheriff's Department were contacted and responded to assist. The cannabis has an estimated value of more than $6 million. One person was arrested and taken to the Burke County Sheriff's Department. Just one person was arrested. But what's crazy to me is what, what does the conversation entail? You've got $6 million worth of cannabis, what, duct taped into your whatever, and they're like, okay, just go through there. You're like, well, I don't know. I don't want to go to that border. I mean, won't there be more people at, say, the Vancouver border or the northern North Dakota border, like by Grand Forks? I mean, and with technology these days, I, I'm just surprised you can buzz in here with that much and pass, like, the scans or whatever. Because I know when I flew into... Texas and then into Mexico the last two years to get my dental work done. I mean, they could see everything in my bag, even things that I, you know, I thought, well, they'll overlook. I mean, they, I mean, they knew exactly what my backpack entailed, you know? And I mean, I've heard that there's weird ways to bypass, you know, if, if you put capsules in a medical capsule jar, then they just see medicine like they don't see like if one's better than you know one's a different they're not going to see if capsules inside your medicine jar are the same or not that's what i could that's what i noticed but otherwise i mean you ain't sneaking a fart into the airplane or the border patrol you know so it, it it trips me out and when you see the packages they were just boxes they were just boxes and so is there a hundred of them trucks that go over into north dakota you know, is that the only one? Because if it isn't, how can that much cannabis get over and not be spotted? Because it seems like they would scan the truck. I, I just, I feel like if we have crazy smart bombs and smart planes and all that stuff, you shouldn't have the uh, freedom to attempt something so cool, I might add. You know, it's like smell the whiskey burning down Copperhead Road. That's kind of like what that is. Six million, but I mean, did you pay? Did they paper rock scissor? Like, who's going to drive that stupid truck into into portal? I mean, I'm telling you, I I use cannabis for anxiety, and by cannabis, I mean CBD. You know, the stuff that's legal here in the state of North Dakota, and it helps. You know, Delta Eight really helped too. Before you know, they the state North Dakota legislators vehemently decided they didn't care about Wilson's uh, health at all. You know, they just, they didn't care. And that's, that's the sad thing because they don't understand medical cannabis is recreational cannabis as well. It's just, we can't afford medical cannabis. So this would allow people to be able to afford it and have access. And then the flower, again, like I said, is cheaper and it's quicker, you know, just it's think of it as like, I don't know, like add a van under the tongue, you know, when you got a really serious panic attack happening a couple rips off a pre-roll can really really get you back to where you need to be and when i say get you back to where you need to be i don't mean all blown get you back where you're making sense and you got rational thought and you're you know like your brain ain't scrambled you know which a lot of people have that issue and i'm i'm one of them i need to be able to put my thoughts in a row in my head otherwise they just come at me like 49 ideas Boom, 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 boom. And then I just can't do any of them because I'm too busy trying to figure out which one of these 15 comes first. You know, and cannabis, 
lines that up. So, again, if if they allowed medical cannabis card holders, if they provided an economic way to do that, and you didn't have to have a, because I can't afford a relationship with a doctor, if, if you can do all that, well, then I would be fine just saying, just calling it medical cannabis. I wouldn't even fight for recreational if they had a widespread, broad, applicable cannabis medically like they say did in California before they messed that up. A lot of people believe that they should have never went recreational and they should have just expanded the people that could get medical cannabis. That's neither here nor there. But again, that's what we're talking about. But Illinois House approves cannabis equity licensing bill. I thought this might be interesting. Uh, Legislation revamping the state system for awarding cannabis dispensary license passed the House on Tuesday. So the measure is meant to address the shortcomings in the 2019 Cannabis Regulation and Tax Act. Because again, what's the word I heard? Duopolies. You know, like the state just takes two dispensary moguls and then just crowds everybody else out because it's less hassle, you know, you don't have to be a real human, you know, you can just look at the money. And that's what like Cure Leaf and those guys would do. They just bang out the hundies, well, probably the millions. And other people like say a smaller, whatever, like say, here we go. Like uh, my dispensaries in Champaign-Urbana, and we're talking about Illinois here. My dispensaries in Champaign-Urbana can be owned by a group from other states. Taking the resources from Champaign-Urbana to Michigan, Ohio, or some other state, Amon said, I don't do lotteries. Uh, Ford described his bill as the best way to increase the possibility of local black and brown communities in Illinois getting access to the booming cannabis industry. And that's the thing. I mean, I don't know how else to say this, but the, the white guy been been putting a lot of black people in jail for cannabis. And now when they can actually sell it and retail it, and get back, you know, basically what what they've done to them. It's crazy that it's it's almost like it still happens. But instead now they're like, oh, you're black or brown. Well, you can't own any cannabis dispensaries. I mean, we're not going to bust you when you buy it from us. But you can't be the one who sells it. That's nuts. And I'm, I'm for this. So it passed the House in a 70-33 vote with bipartisan support, but also bipartisan opposition. Democratic uh, Representative Carol Amons of Urbana questioned whether his legalization accomplished the social equity spirit of the initial cannabis legalization legislation. Um, anyway, um, Ford says, I wish I could write a bill that would guarantee the black people wouldn't worry about the things that we worry about today and that there was justice for all. And, and I agree. Uh, Governor J.B. Pritzker here, he says, by authorizing additional lotteries that are focused on social equity applicants, we're ensuring that communities that have been left out and left behind have new opportunities to access the cannabis industry. So House Bill 1443 passed the uh, House. So originally the process as intended would award licenses in order of applicant scores with tiebreaker excuse me, lotteries for applicants. So uh, let's see, just 21 of more than 900 applicants received a perfect score to become eligible for the lottery. A hold was placed on the lottery system. So under Ford's legislation, the first new batch of 55 licenses would be offered through a qualifying applicant lottery. I know this stuff is, you know, kind of lame, but it would only be open to applicants who scored 85% or higher on submissions. But just look how this has become created to weed out things or even people that they don't like or don't want uh, you know to have a business 
So when I think of cannabis being legal and I think about social inequities and how we all, God's people, has the same equal opportunity with this new revenue, this new taxable revenue stream, that it would be different. You know, like where there wouldn't just be one main guy getting a hold of his other main guy and they just they're the only ones that get the money. So, again, the, the more the states legalize cannabis under the guise of social equity, it's not happening easy. It's not happening easy. I mean, these guys are having to fight it, you know, and in North Dakota, we have a medical uh licenses here they're expensive there's only two dispensary companies and they're main huge companies they don't they don't live here they just came in with their billions of dollars and they built something uh, you know diverted product blah 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 so nobody in north dakota got any money when they allowed medical cannabis to happen nobody clapped and said all right now maybe i can be the guy who sells the medical cannabis to the beautiful people of north dakota uh-uh no they they go with a duopoly they go with the big guy that's got the big money to pay the you know the big fees and then it it basically you avoid then having to deal with anybody in a certain you know minority uh group i guess you'd say so it's 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 horrible so i say that to say this Again, it's why Indy for Freedom of Cannabis should be the thing that's on the ballot. It should get the signatures because, again, some states aren't allowing people to do people-driven initiatives anymore. Actually, they're coming up with a measure that will keep us from able, you know, from getting signatures and pushing, you know, progress. So, anyway, my point is, is if it isn't one like that, then I don't think North Dakota should even worry about recreation to be to be honest with you it should be expanding the medical application make it easier for people to get it so that you know doctors still get some kickback but anybody like oklahoma if, if it was like oklahoma here i mean i i would maybe offhandedly say something about recreational but i believe it's medical but i believe it could apply everybody can use it you know, in any given time. So if you could get something just like you could, like an over-the-counter, then that, for me, is the perfect, with social, you know, with social equity and uh, an opportunity from, for all to be able to own a business or own a garden or whatever, you know. So that's that's all I'm saying. Can I talk and deal with Wilson every Thursday, 420. I get in here for... No, four, I get in here, 420, I uh, open a big fat bag of cannabis news, and that's what's happening right now here at 95.9 LPFM. Uh, this is from the NPR, NPR News. Uh, I'm just going to, you know, kind of skim it. Last month, New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy signed three bills, making it official. Cannabis will soon be growing legally in the gardens of, uh, well, in the, gardens of the Garden State for anyone over 21. Now, uh, the bills follow through on a cannabis legalization ballot initiative that New Jerseyans approved overwhelmingly last year. New Jersey is one of a dozen states now, plus the D.C. area, which have let loose the magic dragon, and more states like Virginia may be on the way. It's been almost a decade since Colorado and Washington legalized cannabis, and that's given econo- economists and other researchers enough time to study the effects. So... Let me go through a few of these. Uh, Legalization didn't seem to substantially affect crime rates. Overall, violent crime has neither soared nor plummeted in the wake of cannabis legalization. 
Legalization seems to have little or no effect on traffic accidents and fatalities. A few studies have found that that's not the case, uh, that it would wreak havoc on the road. Uh, They found evidence suggesting it had no effect on trends in traffic fatalities in both Colorado and Washington. Legalization has barely affected the price of cannabis. Many many people believe that the cannabis prices would crash after legalization, providing an increased incentive to use it. Uh, The price of getting high has stayed high. In California, for example, the price of cannabis actually increased after legalization before leveling leveling off at about 260.0. Before full legalization, it cost about 250.0. So there you go. Uh, Legalization has created jobs. A lot of jobs. A new report by Leafly and Whitney Economics finds the marijuana industry is booming. In 2020 alone, they calculated created 77,000 jobbies. Across the country, there are about 321,000 jobbies in the legal cannabis industry. That's more than the mining industry, people. Legalization is good for state budgets. Tax revenue from legal rec marijuana has surpassed everyone's expectations. In 2020, the state collected a total of $387 million in Colorado. California government collects more than $50 million a month. So just think about that. Legalization may be good for state workers' comp programs. And I, workmen's comp programs are definitely set up for you not to get payout. They hate you. If you get in an accident, they're going to make sure it happens somewhere else so they don't have to pay you. Workmen's comp programs suck, and the people are demon-possessed. But anyway, a new working paper by economists finds that states that legalized recreational cannabis saw a significant decline in the use of their workers' comp systems. They estimate that the number of workers aged 40 to 62 who received income from workers' comp fell about 20% following legalization. Evidence suggests that the reason for the decline is that cannabis provides an additional form of pain management therapy that reduces uses of opioids, which are highly addictive and can be much more debilitating. Cannabis' effect on reducing opioid abuse has been documented and and about and a bunch of other studies. Depending on whom you ask, it's not all good news. If you believe smoking cannabis is bad, then you'll be unhappy to hear that its use naturally increases after legalization. Uh, another study found adults over 26 consume more cannabis after legalization. It seems even the AARP crowd is token it up. Well, thank you, NPR News. That was an interesting uh, That was an interesting thing. Um, I wanted to break out. Hold on one second. <clears throat> I wanted to break out my pocket guide to uh, cannabis and uh, tell you about King's Bread. King's Bread, or King's Breath, is thought to be the royal parent to the legendary Lamb's Bread, which is Bob Marley's favorite uh, strain when he was around. And so I didn't even know the Lamb's Bread would have a parent, but they do. King's Bread, both hailing from Jamaica, the island well-known for producing great ganja. This tropical flower has a classic sativa bud structure with a remarkably pungent citrus scent. The smoke is crisp and light, provoking a mellow high that can only be described as ivory. That's right. Canatalk and D with Wilson bringing you, all the, uh, bringing you all the facts. Have you heard of Dirty Harry, spelled with an A-I? It's a hybrid. Dirty Harry gets his name from the super long and yarn-like hairs that protrude from this bright green bud. This messy-looking flower has a crisp and clean grapefruit flavor with a musky and earthy finish that's a delight to smoke. The effects hit hard like a body shot straight from Dirty Harry himself, creating a mellow body buds that's relaxing as it's euphoric. Well, there you go. You know, just a little break from the, the boredom that sometimes can happen from cannabis news because it's just not fun. 
You know, there's not as many fun stories about how a lady, you know, tried to bail out her boyfriend with a bunch of stinky cannabis dollars, you know, and then she ended up having 65 Klonopin in her house or whatever, you know. So I just thought, hey, I'll just bust that out a little bit. Now you know a little more. You know about Dirty Harry and you know Lamb's Bread's got a dad and it's King's Bread. Who knew? So anyway, we're going to wrap up Can I Talk Indeed with Wilson Quick with this article. Um, Atheists are much more likely to back cannabis legalization than Christians. New poll finds. Uh, Kyle Yeager. And this is interesting, you know, and it's neither here nor there. But, I mean, if, if you say cannabis is a sin, well, then it makes sense that the atheists would be down with it, whereas the religious people would not. But here we go. Uh, religious people are significantly less likely to support cannabis legalization um, compared to those who identify as atheists and other religiously unaffiliated groups. While most surveys on the issue look at key demographics like political party, age and race between people of various Christian faiths, over 60 percent of Americans favor legalizing cannabis for both medical and recreational and a combined 91 percent said it should be legal for either medical or whatever. So among people who identify with any religious group, 54% believe cannabis should be legal for medical and recreational. So I'm not sure what that means, but it uh, looks like white, not evangelical, thinks 62. 62. I don't know what that means. And I just got bored. So I'm not going to read any more of that. If you want to go to Marijuana Moment, check out Kyle Yeager's article. Atheists are much more likely to back cannabis legalization than Christians are. But, the, I mean, it is moving up. I mean, it because what I, what I try to push home is how was your ancestors getting by? You don't think headaches were happening? You know, you don't think there was, you know, unable to relax or, or whatever, that they didn't go, well, if you rub this and you do that, it'll ease some of that stuff had to have been cannabis because it grows out of the ground it's been around forever so i believe before doctors started to control what we could use and becoming the the tell-all like you would believe like when i was a kid a doctor whatever he said was was the truth you know but uh nowadays i don't know i mean because again i remember when my mom was the oldest of five Used to go to the doctor, tell the doc, the doc and say, well, your kid's got blah, blah, blah. And she'd be like, sorry, I, I just don't have the money to buy these. I just don't know what to do. And the doctor would be like, well, here, take these samples for free, you know, that the pharmaceutical companies had back then. It started to, you know, and my, I remember my mom going, well, thank God there's a doctor who kicked us down free samples or my kid wouldn't have been able to get the medicine. So I know there was a period of time when people created their own medicine in their own homes, and I believe that was primarily cannabis. Because, again, if you ask anybody in 1937, because all of them are still alive now, they would tell you that they that there's no written history about people being grateful that in 1939, when it was finally made illegal, I mean, where's the diary inputs that said, oh, man, this was killing our kids. We were jumping out of buildings. No, that, that didn't happen. It was sneaky tomfoolery that, that came through with the government and the fat cats that wanted paper instead of hemp. And that's just the way it is. I mean, hemp, they didn't, they didn't own. So these two guys, William Hurst and Harry Anslinger, they made cannabis illegal, which coincidentally then 
they had to use something else for those same practices, and they step up and go, well, hey, we can use my trees, even though it's not his trees, you know. So anyway, this hour of programming on KRFF 95.9 LPFM is being underwritten by Primrose Boutique. Primrose Boutique is a locally owned specialty boutique carrying fashion sizes small through 3X. They also provide fashionable accessories, jewelry, shoes, and novelty gifts, including candy bouquets for any occasion. They're located at 1115 9th Street East, Suite A in West Fargo. For more information, check out PrimroseBoutiqueFashion.com or find them on Facebook and Instagram. Primrose Boutique, where affordability meets fashion. KRFF 95.9, Radio Free Fargo. I got some music for you. It's been a while since I've played this one, so here's Fun Loving Criminals. We'll see you in a minute. Very good, very good. Private Property featuring Twain. That was Langhorn Slim. That started out the uh, fun-loving criminal, fun-loving criminals. That's back in 1996. Man, I used to love the Scooby Snack fun-loving criminals. Radio Free Fargo, KRFF 95.9, RadioFreeFargo.org. You can go there and donate. You can listen to archive shows. You can listen to mine whenever you want. Uh, Can I Talk Indeed with Wilson is uh, every Thursday at 4 o'clock until 5. Uh, before me, a side stage with Trav, noon to 3. Then after me, Stinky March, Music Mart, Locals on the 8. Radio Free Madness is your... Thursday, this show where I talk about cannabis in a positive light was brought to you by Black Cottage Alchemy, blackcottagealchemy.com, uh, Black Cottage Alchemy on Facebook. Uh, their CBD and hemp body butter is uh, really what you need to try. It's ND hemp seed oil, CBD, mango butter, and uh, the three spices that was brought to uh, <clears throat> baby Jesus. And so you can get this at Odds to Ends in West Fargo, 2111. West Fargo, or you can go out here to Tochi Products and get it in there. While you're in there, you can sign the Indie for Freedom of Cannabis Act petition. It's also at Orange Records. So uh, if you want to, uh, you know, put your support for legalized cannabis down on paper, get to one of those places. And if you want to be the guy that has the petition at all the parties, Indie Cannabis Caucus will get you set up. So educate yourself before you educate others. And I'll be back next Thursday. So have a groovy Memorial Day weekend. Uh, Again, educate yourself. And then when you're around family members that you're not always around, you know, maybe, maybe educate them a little bit. You know, some of them are still living in the uh, giggly, giggly reefer madness idea. And again, I haven't read any diary inputs that said, boy, Jimmy, once he started on these reefer weeds, he keeps beating up the cows. You know, it just doesn't happen. But if it did, it would be noted. It would be documented. So anyway, have a beautiful uh, Memorial Day weekend. And uh, shout out to those people that lost their lives to keep us free. And I'll be back here stinking next Thursday. 4 o'clock, I'll get in here. 4.20, I'll open a big fat bag of cannabis news. And I can't wait. We'll see you then. David Allen, Judgment Day. Peace.